Brandy. That's how I'm that, starting it. That's how our that's how our guest is. Is that can you say it like a little bit so people can maybe I don't know. Brandy. No one can understand you. Brandy. Her name is Brandy. Brandy. <laughs> are you doing like? Are you practicing your '90s R&B voice? Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm gonna ring the dog bell. Brand- <laughs> All right, anyway. What's the dog bell? You don't remember that Arsenio used to do? Ring the dog bell. That's what oh, that oh, was oh, called. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway, I knew, that, I knew that movement. I didn't know it was called Ring the Dog Bell. Pretty sure that's what it was. Anyway. I don't think so. Uh, it looks like you're ringing welcome a Welcome to, uh, what is this, third? Fourth? This is the third? third episode, yeah. I don't know. I can't count past two. Welcome to the third episode of the new iteration of the re-brought back a different way acid <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> Boy. Boy, Titles it just keeps getting, getting more and more convoluted, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah our, guest, it our guest uh, this week, Brandy Payne, she is... She's so our, great. Oh, she's one of our oldest friends in LA. Like yes. uh, uh, she worked with us at a post-production company. Uh, yeah. I think it's fine to say it. Magical Elves. Yeah. Uh, they do a lot of really cool stuff, and yeah, we were top, fortunate top enough to chef have, and and stuff like that. And we were fortunate enough yeah. to all have jobs there at one point in time mm-hmm. and uh, work the night yeah. shift and goof off a lot together. Yeah. And Brandy, Brandy always, Brandy kept us grounded. She was like our mom. <laughs> Brandy was like our work mom. She kept us grounded because she kept our head out of the clouds, our minds out of the gutter, and she put kept us, our heads out of and, her asses and, and, her and put us in <laughs> and put us in timeout when we acted up. You know, she grounded us. Um, yeah. But but she's such an amazing person. She's incredibly talented. Uh, like she's it, you, yeah, you, she's just great. I can't I can't I can't speak enough praises for Brandy. Well, then really don't. Let's get to the episode. Okay, let's do it. No, I wanted to say let's do it. No, we've already gone now. I've already, I've already. I feel like because you're still talking, we're not actually gone, and you're gonna say let's do it again, and then we'll actually be gone. You're gonna be real disappointed when you listen to this episode. Did we start it? Warning: the views and opinions expressed in the following program are solely those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the actual views and opinions of the hosts and guests. This serves as a disclaimer that no one holds these opinions, nor should anyone hold these opinions. Listener discretion is advised. I was expecting more energy, but okay. <laughs> Yay! Woo-hoo! See, there you go, Jake. You're you're a loser. Um, hi, Brandy. Hi. Hi. So you're in Memphis now, by way of Atlanta, by way of L.A., by way of Texas, by way of Vegas. Yeah. Oh my God. Very good. By way of originally California. Also, so by way of California. Uh, Fontana, Pon- right, Fontana, so yeah. Pomona, California. Yeah, so I've done a lot of moving, but good yeah. memory. Wow. Hey, you know, I don't like to brag, but uh, I know yes, a thing you or do. Three. <laughs> I do like to brag. Yeah, You're you right. do a lot. I uh, uh, not a lot. Frequently, not a lot. Oh, Daryl, sweet Daryl. I don't brag a lot. Mm. I. I I consider it demonstrating when you're good at things, uh, not showing mm. off. I believe it's well, I believe I mean, the kids call it flexing. 
That is that is what the kids call <laughs> I it. I think that's what the kids call it. <laughs> Wait, how old you, how old are your kids now? They're six, twelve, and fifteen. Holy crap! Wow, that's insane. I, it is. It is. The sixteen-year-old is a uh, is is a junior in a few weeks. He's going to be a junior, which is like, oh my god, we have we have to actually start teaching you life skills because <laughs> you're going to be leaving yeah. at some point. <laughs> 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 it's crazy. Well, that's. So my girlfriend has two kids and I always tell them that for their 18th birthday, I'm getting them a bunch of empty boxes and telling them put their shit in it and get out for their 18th birthday. Oh, yes. I love them. Yeah. You're going to be the stepdad that they like. (laughs) They have a blast. They actually really, they they kind of enjoy me sometimes. That's good. Yeah, sometimes. That's good. Jake, Jake, no kids for you, yeah. No, no cheerings yeah. for me. Okay. Nothing Jake yet. Jake is the child uh, in his life. Listen, the longest that you can, the longer you can do it, the better. That's hey, enjoy it oh, while it lasts. Uh, uh, oh, I know. We and we've we've uh, we've had the we actually um, a couple nights ago had a discussion about like time frame and that sort of stuff of when when we would want to and it's decidedly not now so um <laughs> it's uh, during the middle of a pandemic seems a little bit bold so. yeah oh my yeah. god yeah all of my friends that are either childless or child free you know by choice or not are like right now they have so much time on their hands and mm-hmm. they're yeah. like i've never had this much time on my hands and i'm like i have never not yeah. There's always someone <laughs> who wants my attention right now. The, the right. something is, a, I, you know what the trick is, Brandy, is get divorced. That's, oh, the the real, t- <laughs> that's really the key because us having like real dad across town is phenomenal. That is, a, get, yes, that's true. We get tired of those kids. We're just like, hey, you want your kids? And he's like, man, yeah. And we're like, great, come get them. There you go. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. That's great. It's it's the key to happiness. <laughs> is just get divorced. That's it. <laughs> well, you never know. One of these days, we've been, we've been thir- thirteen years. It's a it's like a I lifetime. I mean, that's forever. That's forever. It's a teenage lifetime. Jake, uh, you uh, you don't have anything contribute to any of this because you you just you you're just living your your man child life over there with your Delorean and Spider Man background. That's right. And there's also. Uh, another one, but that's anyway. Um, yeah, but this isn't going to change when I have when I have kids. I mean, they're oh, just they're, sweet they're, Jake. They're just going to become. They're going. No, I mean this kind of shit. I'm still going to do that. You know, they're gonna, yeah. they're going to. I'm just making uh, tackling dummies is what we're going to be. Yeah. Is what we're going to be doing as as soon as they can reach those pictures. Those pictures like, are broken. There was that's, a, that's what that there is. was a there was a video the other day that I think Shauna sent me and she was like and it was a it was a video of this dad who came in. He started playing like wrestling entrance music and came in and like picked up his son and i mean like threw him across the room and slammed him on the couch and got the, the other best. one and threw him over the other one and she's like this is going to be you as a father and i was like that's 100 percent going to be me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's fantastic but the moms do, I, I don't want to see it like i can hear it sure. but i don't want to see it because when i see it then i'm like oh you're gonna hurt them and of course right. my husband's like they're fine mm-hmm. oh, kids yeah. kids fine. are made of nerf they're just made of they really like, are. yeah. They're just squishy. I jump. I used yeah. to jump off buildings for fun. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! You know, and I came out just fine. Just, yes. Oh yeah, we used to shoot bottle rockets and Roman candles at, at each, each other. other, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah bottle rocket wars
Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was great. Yeah. yeah the, one of my friends, I remember his parents were having their kitchen renovated and there were like leftover like ceramic tiles in the back. And it was, let's see how many of these we can break over our head. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. Right. We were like, let's just do that. Man, boys. Yeah. Boy energy. The key might be mm-hmm. to like have like a museum nearby that you can just go to instead and be like, look at this. No, because you can't break that stuff. Stop. That stuff's precious no. and valuable. Yeah, we Kitchen don't. Tiles. We don't even have like like how people will get like a china set. We don't. We don't have that. Yeah, we just no. no. It's it's honestly no, right. It, honestly right now, especially with the pandemic, I've bought so many paper plates just because I'm like I don't feel like washing dishes. I mean, they now wash the dishes too, but ugh, it's plastic and paper all up and through here. Right. Well, we we have glass, but yeah, they the kids still drink out of plastic. I had uh, uh, Jake was over when uh, my 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 girlfriend's daughter broke one of those tempered baking dishes oh, that's into right. a bajillion. I mean, if it just slipped out of her hand, a bajillion pieces of glass. Yeah. I've never and then, seen like and then, yeah. And then Ginger was like, "This stuff looks like looks tasty." And then my old dog, who's who has since passed away, like was like, "I'll eat this," and I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, la vie. kids are the best, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. So we fed her nine pounds of bread, and she was the happiest she's ever <laughs> she been in her so- life. <laughs> Listen, feeding bread is that is a love language right there. That, that mm-hmm. is, you know. I- <laughs> I have no complaints. People who want to feed me bread, I will take true. it happily. That's true. I uh, to me the best bread, the best bread in the world besides Quincy's when I was a kid is still Cheesecake Factory. The brown bread, the rye bread that they have there and dipping it in ranch ranch dressing. It's the best. Oh, what? Oh it's god. So Ew. Good. No, I was it's good. I was with you until that so ending. Good. Oh, oh so good. Uh, look, if if we're talking about best free bread you can get at a restaurant, yes. that's false. There's no question. It's red lobster cheddar bay biscuits. <laughs> Those are really good. Have you and ever it's tried to make not them yourself? Even close. Have you tried it's to make them yourself yet? They they have that mix that you can yeah, get. Dude, I have yeah. not I have not close. tried it. I don't, it is pretty close. I don't it dare actually... try it because I will never do anything again. Something about oh, the te- so I can't get the texture right. Right. But yeah, Cheddar Bay basket, yeah, but biscuits are pretty good. It is close. And even, even the Cheesecake Factory, you can now buy um, the frozen brown bread. I don't think it's a mix. I think it's frozen. Um, I haven't done it yet, but yeah. but I'm not putting it in no ranch. Ew. Just butter. Butter. It's good. <laughs> don't ew. Don't ew my yum. You can't yuck a yum. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Don't oh, yuck gosh. a yum. All right. I'm okay fetish with shaming. it. You can't fetish shame me. I'm okay with it. I will fit you. I will. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Actually, my fetish is you although, should shame them. Although, like, you know, a good ranch dressing. Look, I went to Wingstop the other day just to buy some of their ranch dressing because it's the best ranch dressing that you can buy anywhere. Something's wrong it's with you. It's so good. I am I am more of a blue cheese person uh, with you're the wings. Fancy. You know? Oh, blue cheese. I, I, yes, man. Blue, Give blue me cheese just to me is, it tastes like ranch went tastes like ranch went bad. That's what blue cheese tastes like. <laughs> that is what it looks like, but it's yeah. fucking delicious. So good. 
It is delicious. I like blue cheese on a burger or with like some mushrooms yes. or something like that. Yes. I'm not like a blue you know cheese what? on its own. I, I thought I loved blue cheese just period. And I recently went, well, not recently, but before all this happened, at, earlier in the year, I went to a steakhouse and I got blue cheese on top of it. And this is a really good steakhouse out here. And it was disgusting. <laughs> and, I, oh. and thankfully, I had like little little petite steaks. It was three different ones. And the other ones are great. So I just realized that like, oh, no, no I just cheese. need to stick with blue cheese with the wings. I got to say, yeah. I love Memphis. I love Memphis. I haven't been there. Like I flew oh, in yeah. and out of there the last time I flew to Alabama for a reunion. And okay. I, I, I love Memphis. And when I drive back, like when I drive cross country, I always drive through Memphis as well because there's like a back road to get from Memphis to Muscle Shoals. And like it goes like mm-hmm. through the most like bumpkin country of Tennessee and Alabama. Like you're driving through yep. there and banjos are just like blaring and like aggressively and also mm-hmm. some sort of strange like like metal rock, you know? It's weird. It's a weird place. <laughs> that's called it's, that's called Skinner. That's yeah, what you're talking about. It's not Skinner. <laughs> Trust me, if it was Skinner, I'd know. I got uh, mad. Yeah. I got mad because the other day the kids turned off Sweet Home Alabama. I was like, "You do not turn off Sweet Home Alabama." <laughs> Absolutely that not. That's sacred. That's you like know, that. What's funny? Sean like interrupting, interrupting John F. Kennedy. You can't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's funny when Shauna started dating me. She said she would get in her car and turn on the radio, and she was like, "I hear it all the time now." All the time. Now all that time. I started dating you, I hear it all the that time. That song. That song is way overplayed. I love it. Way overplayed. It's overplayed. Oh yeah. When there's like, man, I, and the thing is, that's such a bummer is like they're a fantastic band and they catch such shit oh for sure because of freebird you know that being the the you know stereotype of of right. every uh which encore that they played and of course Sweet Home Alabama but like they've got some really killer songs we actually talked about one of them on one of our earlier shows called uh um the ballad of Curtis Lowe yeah and uh and that's a really, really great song with a really great like story to it. And there's also one of their songs, weirdly enough, is like uh, it was Saturday Night Special, which is about owning oh, a it's gun. A great song. And the whole and the whole, you know, um, Brandy's the, like the, none of this shit registers with me. Well, but here's Just the thing: Home Alabama. That's about well, it. <laughs> but Saturday Night Special, he says uh, he's talking about um, it, it ain't good for nothing but putting a man six feet in a hole. That's what he talks about. It, the whole yeah. song's about like guns are just good for killing, and that's it. And I'm like, this is like a weirdly like uh, kind of this American, is not what, American song. Well, well, it is, but it's also <laughs> not like also what I was like anti gun a little bit. But it is. It's, it's, it's a little left. like it's. A, that's why I'm when I like really started listening to the lyrics. I was like, this is weirdly kind of like. Uh, maybe y'all don't need all those guns. Yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh. Okay, so now I wanna, I'm going to have to look that up on my Apple Music now because I don't want to hear I, it. I got to tell you, Give Me yeah. Three Steps always gets me moving too. Love that one. It's yeah. a, I mean, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's about like, I can't win all the fights. So if you could just give me three, three, like a little head start so I can mm-hmm. run away. Yeah. It's, it's just fun. Yeah. And then, and the, oh. yeah. And the, the ballad of Curtis Lowe is about it's it's from the, the lead singer's perspective as a kid when he used to go collect 
cans and 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 jars and stuff to go trade uh, sell them for recycling to get money to give it to this guy in town an old black man named Curtis Lowe and Curtis Lowe would buy buy wine with the money and then he'd teach him how to play the dobro and, oh, a and so it, it's uh, like a lap guitar, if I recall oh. right. Oh, yeah. But, it, like, was, but yeah. it was talking about how like much that guy influenced his life and how even his mother and all the people in the town were like, you don't need to be spending time with that guy. And then when Curtis died, the kid was the only one who showed up at his funeral. Oh. And, oh, and, and like it's but it's such a good like I sit there and listen to that song. I'm like, that could be a really like cool a really yeah, good movie based on that song. I was going to say, even, even in, with you talking about it, I'm visualizing Visually. it like it's a short film. Oh, 100%. Well, is just, yeah. Uh, like, music it, music yeah. back then, and like like if you look at like even in like the 80s and 90s, like somebody like Travis Tritt, like that those that country music, <laughs> as as hokey as some of it was, like they I'm had, sorry. Are you talking about that music video? Dude, that, I'm <laughs> always going to talk about that music video where he was a Vietnam vet. That stuff was dope. It was amazing. It's but so my awkward. Point is, it's so awkward. But oh my god! But it's like <laughs> I'm just saying. Like country oh, music man. used to like music in general used to tell a story. Like even like I was listening mm-hmm. to like '90s hip hop. Like like there were way more stories. Less Listen, like Tupac. Brenda's got a baby. Uh-huh. I will never forget that. Like I, I right? hearing that as a child, and then seeing the video, and of course, like all the stuff that it's talking about was way over my head. But it's yep. still, I still understood that like, oh, this is a terrible situation, and she is dead, and like she had no support, and ah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like, that was, why, yeah. how come stuff like that doesn't? What, like, what happened? Where did we go wrong? Who do well, we blame? I. Um, Who do we blame? That's a good peep. That's a good question. Uh, that the, is a good the, question. Backstreet Boys. No, <laughs> we don't blame the Backstreet Boys. Are you kidding me? Ninety-eight degrees. I'll blame ninety-eight degrees. Yep. Ninety-eight degrees. Uh, yeah. Cool. Because no, God, yeah. no, no. They're they're they're. They are beholden, you know. Yeah. It's like people you don't mess yeah. with. It's like Obama, In Sync, <laughs> Maya Angelou, and like and Mister Rogers. And Mister Rogers, yes. don't fuck yes. with them. Everybody yes. else gets a punch in the dick. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Bob Ross, you got to throw him in there. Now, individually, um, though, In Sync sucks, but the band as a whole is holier than thou. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. you get what I'll saying? give you that. I'll give you, you that. Know. I, I, that you it's know. the it's it's the Captain Planet to all the little bratty teenagers. That's what it is? Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. A, with our yeah. powers They're, combined, we are. Yeah. Bye bye bye. Which yeah. which greater which, than the sum of their parts. Yeah. Which like thinking about the '90s again, '80s and '90s, like that was the time where Captain Planet and all these cartoons had the best theme songs. Oh. Like as soon as you said Captain Planet, I'm thinking of the song. Yes. And, like the. The one, um, the one song, uh, like the Care Bear, the Gummy Bears, Care Bears Gummy, Gummy Bears. Bears. Yes. Gummy yeah. Bears. Like, oh my yeah. God, we, we sing yeah. that song as a family, like family mm-hmm. karaoke. It's so good. Yeah. It's well, so that's good. yeah. That's like, I was saying that the other day because like we're going back through. We have HBO Max. Not to brag, <laughs> we're flex on that. <laughs> uh, but um, we we're going back and we're watching Fresh Prince because I remember watching that with my family growing up. Yeah. And so we're going back through, and I was yep. thinking that the other day. I was like. What's the last show to have a killer theme song? Yeah. They just, yeah. They, they don't, nobody really. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. Nobody's I into mean, it. Ugh. I mean, and even then, like, even then, like the ones that are typically memorable, 
recently are ones that were pre-existing songs like the scrubs theme or house yeah. or something like that yeah. like to me all songs the, one that that, the one that still still has a little bit of strength to it is uh rocco's modern life i don't know if you guys watched that it was a nickelodeon yeah. cartoon yeah i remember that one so like, yeah. i was a little too old to be watching it but or guts um, guts was good yeah <laughs> but guts. rocco's modern life had like 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 but like that Carmen San Diego like cuz it was live as well. You oh know, my god. Like, Rockapella? Stu- man. Yep. I mean yep. I, I mean like that still holds up. I'd still watch that show. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I remember watching it as a kid and one day they stole the Saturn V rocket in my hometown at the Space and Rocket Center yeah. in Huntsville. And I was like, we got to go see if it's still there. <laughs> I was like, it's not there. I swear it's gone. Jake, Jake I was, was so a excited. I was He's so excited. Such a sweet, sweet, simple-minded little boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was so oh, happy when they stole some from child. my hometown. Yeah. Well, Brandy, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, that we're was gonna, three years uh, ago when I watched oh, on, God. on YouTube. No. Jake. <laughs> but we got it back. It's there. I saw it last Christmas. It's Did still they? there. Good. We got it back. Oh, great. Yeah. Those gumshoes <laughs> got it. Yeah. So, Brandy, uh, welcome to the show. Yes. Uh, Thank Jake, you. as you can see, is still incredibly the the dumb one, and I'm uh, no. the, the handsome one. He's, he's the sweet one. Listen, in the time... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. She's still calling the, you dumb. In the t- no, no, I don't no, think she is. No, I'm not. Thank you, Dick. No, I'm in not. The t- in the time that we worked together, yes. she got onto you far more than she got onto me. <laughs> For sure. I, yes, didn't we all? I think we all did. Yes, we had to kind of keep him. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember the day that I found <sighs> that phone spoofing website? And oh, I kept calling Daryl from other people's phones. That was a terrible. Oh, yes. That was yes. so funny because he that, was he was holding up his phone to you. He's like, Brandy, you're calling me right now. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, like, No, I'm not. not I don't know. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> that blew my mind. That to this day, oh. I'm still like not okay with. Yeah, that was, that was a deep, yeah. deep betrayal. That was oh, that, deep. That was so funny. We did. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm surprised we, like, just didn't all get fired. <laughs> like, I know. on a regular I know. basis. But, hey, we yeah. did it, kids, and now look at us now. I know. I know. Doing yeah. a know. podcast in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Pandemic podcast. Oh, yeah, look at that um, alliteration. Hey. Pandemcast. I don't like to brag, but uh, I'm pretty illiterate. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't think that, that doesn't oh, mean what you think it means. Oh, um, so things have been good. You're happy to be in Memphis or you're kind of resigned to be in Memphis. I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to talk about it. I uh, think things have definitely been good. Um, I am happy to be in Memphis during this pandemic because sure. it is very cheap to live here and we have a lot of space. So we have a nice big front yard, um, nice size backyard. Oh, that's great. Uh, we can yeah. walk through the neighborhood. There are trails behind our house. And so during this pandemic oh, wow. specifically, I'm very glad that this is where I'm stuck. Um, For sure. When this ends, we're going to have to talk because uh, I, I do. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I like Memphis, but it is still the South, and the South it, it has a special place in my heart. But it's not a place where I can live at three sixty five. You know, I, I need. How to do you be feel able to about raising your boys down there? Like three, you have three black men, young black men yeah. in your lives. How do you feel about raising them down there? I mean, Jake and I grew up there, like as 
privileged white men. And like, you know, I mean, like I told the story the other day about I got pulled over at the age of 16 by the entire Muscle Shoals police force. And like they didn't even have weapons drawn and they just were like super chill with me. And like they oh were like, God. would you? They're like, because they thought they mistake, they mistook me for someone else. And yeah. uh, and it was another white person that had robbed a church and they thought and he had a truck similar to mine and they thought it was me. But like they didn't even like nothing aggressive, nothing. And like they laughed at me and sent me home. And, you know, and it's like a funny anecdotal story, you know. But yeah. like, I mean, raising yeah. three young black men there, like that's a entirely different story or does that does that play into your to your like wanting to get the hell out of there it it, yes and no and and the reason why i say that is because um on the one hand you know being in the south and knowing that people um make their racism a lot more known uh you know on the one hand it's it's disconcerting but on the other like no matter where we go in america they just may not know it, but it, it, being black men in America, there. you know, hell, LAPD, yeah. Like, even if we go yeah, back to California, no. that's still an issue. So yep. I, I think it's just um, because I have spent most of my life on the West Coast, I'm more comfortable with that brand of racism, which is interesting because my sure. husband is far more comfortable with, with here because here he can see it, he knows it. It's like it's, you, there's not subtlety there. Yeah, yeah, he can they at least, it. They at least wear that. Uh, they at least wear their racism on their hoods in the South, you know. So yeah. you at least, <laughs> it's at least. Uh, yeah, and like, that's and the good thing. Oh Memphis, Lord! You know, there's so we're so close to Mississippi. So I, meaning, you know, we're seeing all these Confederate flags. Although now that part is going to sure. be taken out of the Mississippi flag, which is so surprising. Which yeah, is great. It, I mean, so, it'll officially you know. be taken out, but like. They will fight it every step of the way. Oh, every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I we, we watched. I, yeah. uh, I'm impressed it was handled so quickly. Night. Well, we we watched with the kids. We watched Mississippi Burning last night, mm-hmm. and uh, Ooh, yeah, you know, it, it's a rough one. It is a rough mm-hmm. one to watch. But like yeah. uh, the our my girlfriend's daughter is 11, and she's very into justice, and she like loves like. Oh, that's great. And you know, and we've talked about like you know, we talked about like uh, a lot of social things with her at, at eleven. That like I don't think my parents ever sat down and had that conversation with me at all. But like we talked about Emmett Till and things like that, you know, and everything that's going on. We let them watch the news and we talk about it rather than like trying to hide them away from it. We just like here's what's happening right now. Here's what's going on. Here's yeah. mine and mom's opinion. Here's your dad. You know, and we let the dad tell his opinion, and we were like, this is how we feel about it. You know, form whatever you want about it you know but this is the kind of people this is what history has said this is what history has done you know and like it's been it's been an interesting time to be raising kids during this time but it's also been like interesting to go back and watch things like mississippi burning and be like oh shit yeah no nothing nothing nothing's really changed yeah, it's yeah. like i confuse you- i confuse that one with ghosts of mississippi which is also really good and really intense but wait, yeah wait, maybe i'm getting it confused actually i am which one's the one with whoopee ghosts of mississippi there you go i got it oh, okay see and so i i haven't seen ghosts of mississippi but i have seen mississippi burning and it no, is- they're yeah. they're both yeah. They're both like, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a similar message, but it's a similar, you know, and it's a similar location, obviously. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, like we watched, we watched Ghost of Mississippi and then like, what was the other one we, uh, we have, you know, the other burning. one, <laughs> Mississippi Burning, but no, the, uh, what's the one with, uh, Hey, Hey McConaughey? Um, oh, A Time to Kill? Oh, A Time, a time to Kill. A Time, 
a time to yes, kill. He yeah, he deserves that's... to die, and I hope he burns hope he in hell. Burns in hell. Oh, yeah, yes. love that yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, we watched yep. that one because she we watched a few Good Men like even like a couple of, of months ago, and she was like, and suddenly she was like, oh, I found my I like mysteries and crime and uh, oh, true crime drama. And I was like, niche. I'm mm-hmm. like, thank God because I'm so sick of watching Bunked. That's <laughs> 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 like, great. Well, oh, that's you funny. should show her show her uh, Mind Hunter season two then. Oh <laughs> my god! I'm gonna work which talks my way about the Atlanta child murders, which if you've never if you've never I've listened to the podcast. Yeah, no, I listened to the podcast. The Atlanta Monster. Yeah, and and yeah. Since you have HBO Max, well, I don't know if it's on HBO Max or HBO, but I know they've they've done a whole docu series that I haven't yet seen. Yeah, I've either. Yeah, you know, and it's so I on. See that. It's uh, yeah, that's on my to watch list as well as that show you were talking about um, on in your email to us. Uh, um, I may destroy you. I may destroy you. So that's good. all my. Yeah. That's the reason yeah. I didn't want to bring it up because I actually want to like it. I, it's watch on, it. Yes. We're we're. I mean, we're trying to. Jocelyn and I neither want to have time to actually watch shows, so we're like trying to file through everything. So it's on our. I think sure. it's three shows away. So anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> well, that so, so segue. Well, really fast. Yeah. Well, really fast. Yeah. One thing I did want to mention was like when we moved here, so we've been here now for a year. Mm-hmm. And when we moved here, we were looking for houses to rent. And we had found this one house that um, looks really nice. It was, you know, 1200 bucks. Um, I, I have to bring that up because it makes me so a happy. House? <laughs> because it was yeah. 1200 bucks for, yeah, for, for three bedrooms. And, and, you know, and it was nice. And, um, oh. and the, <laughs> and the person who was leaving because he had gotten a job someplace else, um, he gave us a tour of the house and he was like, oh, and the best part about it is right across the street is a sheriff and then two doors down, there's another cop. So you'll really feel safe. The moment he said that, I smiled and I was like, okay, great, thanks. The moment he said that, we got in the car and I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not oh, living on no. the street cops with, with my kids because, you know, for him cops mean safety for a lot of people cops can mean safety Mm -hmm. but for me and my children that that is a disaster waiting to happen so um, yeah so yeah so it was very interesting because he was so happy to tell me that yeah (laughs) oh yeah a hundred percent i can tell you right now like people have like told me the same thing and like it's never i'm like oh okay i'm like i don't give a shit you know i'm like whatever And like now, like, cause I've been, and this will lead There's into our, soldiers our first... in Fallujah. I don't yeah. want to live there. That doesn't make it any safer. <laughs> that make like, it safer. I mean, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me I the Taliban is on my street and they have guns. That's yeah. great. I don't want to yeah. be near them. No, there's tons of unmarked federal agents in Portland. It's the safest place. For me, it would be like, all your ex-girlfriends live on this one road. And it'd be like, oh, no. no." (laughs) But you'd be so safe. No, I'm I'm in danger. Um, yeah, man. So the the uh, we're gonna get to the topics now. For me, it's now. your neighbors with diabetes. No, I don't know. Anyway, I don't um, know how that works. Yeah, diabetes, just, wait, is diabetes <laughs> a house that, or is it a thing that lives in a house? They occupy the house next door. As, so, uh, it's, like, it's always, what it's kind always of house on my does mind, diabetes need? Is it like a two story house? A gin, it's a gingerbread house. Obviously. Yeah. What a stupid um, question on my behalf. Well, let's. Uh, yeah. No, I'm so up. embarrassed. Yeah. You should be ashamed. Uh, um, let's get to the well, topics, Jake. Yeah. Shut let's up. move on to the topics, to and the and the first one is uh, is is a little. Um, I guess it's on 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 topic a little bit. But here we go. Here's topic one. What is the difference between having a discussion and educating someone? Uh, specifically about race? 
Well, we definitely want that to be a hundred percent of our, of the the conversation for sure. Um, but like, I I think that there's also some other stuff we could talk about in there too. Uh, that I like, I kind of want to talk. I want to talk about the race. I, I want to talk about it in regards to race mostly. Uh, but I think I like my my girlfriend is a feminist and has been like slowly but surely educating me to like not just. Uh, she's white, but um, not just like help me see my white privilege, but also help me see my male privilege. And it's been yeah. something that I've been trying to to work at uh, in my own life. And but it's hard, you know. And I'll, I'll go ahead and take the reins on to get us going on this uh, with my white male privilege. And uh, the but the uh, the thing that yeah, like, Daryl, please. <laughs> the thing that's been very interesting is is that like there's a lot of times where I go to her and I'm like I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. And you know, and I've done this with black friends. I've done this with everybody. I don't understand what I'm doing yeah. wrong. Can you show me? And like, and they're just exhausted with having to teach like people who just like aren't doing any of the work on their own. And that's what I realized is that like, there's a lot of times where I'm a very teachable person. However, Mm -hmm. I also rely so heavily on the fact that I am teachable and that I don't often like, I like, I won't often go pick up a a book or I won't do the research or I won't just like look around and try to like, like really apply empathy and sympathy to someone else's experience you know, and Jocelyn, right. Jocelyn, God bless her, put it in just the perfect way just the other day. She was like, how many people have called you and asked you about moving to Los Angeles? And I was like, tons. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how how much do you enjoy having that conversation? I was like, I hate it. I was like, I hate, I hate it. I was like, they don't yeah. ever even like look at a fucking map. Like, they're just like, where do yeah. I live? And I'm like, wherever the fuck you yeah. want. And like, and I'm like, and they're like, she's like, it's like that for black people 24 seven. She's like, it's like that for women 24 seven, you know? And so that's been like something that's like a big growing part of me, but I'm by far more interested to hear Brandy's two cents on it. Well, well, it's interesting because yeah, being then a black woman, uh, I do get it from a lot of sides. Mm -hmm. Um, and the way that I look at it is this and, and people, (laughs) I will say I am speaking for myself because I do sure. have some friends who like who take a hard line, which is their prerogative of like, don't come at me with any of the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't ask me questions. I'm not your Google. Right. Um, and I respect that. That's fine. Um, the way that I sort of look at it, number one, it's about relationship. Do we actually have a relationship? Mm. Um, are we are and and what is the context of our relationship? Right? Are we friends? Um, are we family? Are we acquaintances? Are we just colleagues? Are we coworkers? Nothing wrong with these different things, but you really need to, to, to think about that because the sort of conversation that I'm willing to engage in with a friend is going to be far deeper than someone who is um, a coworker or a, mere, a, a, a distant acquaintance. For sure. Who I don't have any sort of like, I don't know if you are a safe space. I don't know what perspective you're coming from, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, my, that's my first thing. Because I will say I have gotten some, some emails and some Facebook messages. And I know the majority of them have good intentions, but mm-hmm. it does come across as teach me. And it's, 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 Hey, I want to learn. And I appreciate that they want to learn. Um, but it is like, okay, well, let me tell me first what you're doing to educate yourself. Like if you have a specific question because you, Oh, this is a good point. Like I have, and this is actually from a friend, um, who's reading the book, how to be an Mm anti-racist. And she was like, I just, 
I don't really get the difference between um, cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation. And so we had that discussion because she and it was, you know, it's that that's a whole nother topic. But she she's already in the middle of doing the work and she is a friend. And she even said from the beginning of her request, like, if this is too much or whatever, hey, that's fine. I just I know you talk about these things sometimes. So I really just wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Um, so to me, a discussion is like, I want to know your perspective. I'm not here because I want to debate you. <laughs> that is number one. Mm-hmm. I'm not here because I want to debate you. Even if I don't necessarily agree, I am just here to ask your perspective to understand where you're coming from. And if you right. come at me with that, we can we can talk because you're you're really coming here to understand. You're not coming here to try to to piecemeal out and parse out what I'm saying so that you can either say, Hey, well, that's not me, you know, so that I'm just, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I think we lost Jake, but who cares? I'm totally fascinated with what you're talking about. Uh, but like, so let me ask you this. Like when, sure. when someone comes at you and maybe they don't have such a positive at like, and I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here, but like someone who's like maybe acquaintance and they don't know who else to reach out to. Like what, what, what do you feel like should be um, your like what like I mean is it more about like like if they're coming at you from a place that like you don't know them well but they're still coming to you for help like do you at least say go fucking read a book or like I mean maybe not maybe not like tell them to get the <laughs> I, well, fuck out there I know some people do that yeah some people really do do that for sure and, and, and that's fine um, what I ended up doing especially once I started seeing I was going to be getting more and more of those. Um, I just, I, I, I had a, there was a Google, there was either a Google doc or there was a website. Yeah, there was a website. It was a medium post that was like 75 things white people can do to yeah, help oh, in yeah, the fight. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just to sent them that. To be a good ally or something yes, like that is the one I saw. I yeah. Like, that, and, and I sent it to them because I had actually read through all 75. And you felt and like that's a like, pretty good start? I was like, this is a fantastic start. If you just do five of these things, <laughs> you, you will be doing so much more than you're doing now. Um, and I was like, and if five feels overwhelming, start with one, but at yeah. least it's going to give you a launching point. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, Send them you know, way. I definitely like, I feel like at me trying to be an ally, I've always felt like I, I at least understood it. I knew I'd come a long way from my roots and how I was raised and like where I was raised for sure. And I think I spent a good chunk of my 20s self-congratulating my you know or congratulating myself on how far i come that i my my work on it had 100% plateaued and like and it, but it was something i never really had like a realization of until like i, I like sat down and listened i was like they're asking for so much more than what I'm giving. I need to be doing more than what I've already done. You know, like, cause I had, like, I had read books of like coming of age in Mississippi, you know, and, and things like that, where it's like, I had an understanding of the inherent racism that was around me and my family, you know, going back three generations in, cause my family originally Mississippi and Alabama. So like, you know, I saw that, but I had no idea, like just, and welcome back, Jake. Oh, he's connecting there. Welcome back. It's all good. It's okay, buddy. This is so frustrating. Back. I'm sorry, guys. It's all right. Well, I so I guess my to, to continue. It really seems like I was making a about point about stuff. what Brandy was saying by leaving the the Zoom. I mean, I didn't want to say that, but. 
<laughs> Jake was like, fine. Not a best fine. friend, huh? Fine. I just won't be educated at all then if you're not going to do it. Oh. Um, what a typical Alabama man thing to say. I don't want you to have to repeat yourself. I don't need no education. Uh, but yeah, so I think, um, I mean, the the thing that, like, to me, the, the one of the best ways for me to gain knowledge is okay. media. And it's like books, film, yeah. television, you know? And so, like, talking about earlier, like, watching uh, Ghost, Ghost, Miss, okay. Ghost of Mississippi. Uh, I was trying to remember which one we watched. <laughs> I forgot already. Ghost of Mississippi, Mississippi Burning, watching things like Just Mercy. We oh, just watched Just movie. Mercy. Uh, which is yeah. an Alabama story and ha- devastating yeah. and heartbreaking yes. and so well done. Um, you know, like it's, it's, that's the way that like, I like, that's the way I pretty much interpret the whole planet is through okay. media, especially through film, you know, cause that's like, that's my, that's my main focus is TV and film. And so like, that's the way I really experience the world. Is it appropriate now in this conversation, Brandy, for me to say, hey, what would be some books, what would be some film, what would be some television that you would recommend for someone who's wanting to, you know, even if they're Supplement like, their learning. Yeah, to like further educate themselves. Like what what are some books, the, like honestly, what are some media that you would recommend? And for, but, but more meta, is it appropriate in this conversation to ask that? Um, uh, it's it's appropriate in this conversation because we have a relationship, <laughs> you know, right, because right, we right. know each other. Um, if this had been if this had been some other sort of podcast and and I was coming on um, to talk about entertainment and writing and then this sort of gets mm-hmm. thrown in, that's right. when it's like, ugh, this is I'm not here for this. <laughs> but but for this, Wait, would you say that that's moment, treating you like? Would you say that's like treating you like the token black person in the situation, well, like when things like that happen? Yes, but it's um, like like the like my my what, what did it used to be called? Ask Jeeves. Like it's like at my I'm gonna ask my, you know ask my one black friend. I'm gonna always go to them, and it's mm-hmm. like no, that's not. I mean, first of all, I, I will say like going to an HBCU um, was a, a huge awakening for me because. Even though, like, when I was in California, I grew up around a lot of black people, but um, I was always in magnet programs and things like that that were then in white schools um, because obviously they had the more resources. And so Mm, going to an HBCU and being around so, not just so many black people, but so many different black people, that was the first time that I was like, damn, we really, I don't even think I knew the word monolith when I was in college, but that was my first time that I was like, whoa, we, I mean. What all, does HBCU stand for? Uh, Historically Black, Black College and University. There you go. Okay. Yes. So um, I went to Texas Southern in Houston and, um, and yeah, and that was just my first time just realizing how many different types of Black people there were and <laughs> related to the topic, it's funny, one of my um, roommates, my freshman year, we're still friends to this day. I remember going to, you know, because she, she is from Houston, still lives in Houston, going to her mom's house, meeting her parents. And I don't even remember how we got on the subject, but she ended up saying, you know, that no white person has ever been in her house. And this is a nice house and a nice neighborhood. And I was like, wow. I was like, why? And she was like, oh, I don't, we don't trust them. <laughs> Girl, no, they, she's, wow. she's like, you know, we can, we can, we can have happy hour and we can, we can whatever at work, but no, no, we're not. This is, 
Like and, and, garbage is picked up on Tuesday. Oh my, we don't trust yes. them. <laughs> and I remember being so blown away and, and, and very naive thinking like, well, that's terrible. Um, and I laugh now because now having lived in Atlanta and now living in Memphis, um, now I'm like, oh, I get it <laughs> because yeah. I, I, uh, the, the white folks around here, no, I'm not letting them in my house because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I can trust you. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's kind of sad. Like my, my husband makes fun of me all the time because, you know, because I speak proper or whatever, they always call me a white girl. And he was like, oh, you used to be the, 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 the blackest white girl. And now you just like <laughs> fight the power. <laughs> so, I know. you know, it's interesting. It's like that meme, like and the pandemic started, I just baking bread, banana bread and everything like that. Now I'm trying to abolish the police. You yes. know, it's yeah. just, yes. it's, it's just that now it's evolved. <laughs> yes. Um, so getting back though, to your earlier question about like media and, and uh, stuff to watch. Um, I would recommend white fragility. If you are a my, person, my girlfriend's reading that's, that right now. Actually, that's, yeah. uh, I have. I'm. A, I'm in the middle of uh, the warmth of other suns. I'm a slow reader. Okay. And white fragility is the next one for me. I was about to start um, uh, people's history of the United States. Beautiful. And, Fantastic. And uh, white fragility, and we got how to be an anti-racist. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think there's a couple of those that we got, but yeah. Well, um. I- going away from books to, to TV um, when they see us. And it is hard, was, was fantastic. I loved it. Specifically I loved that it. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I say specifically that one because that is not a story of the South. You know, that is an inner mm-hmm. city. That is New mm-hmm. York. And, yep. and, you know, not that long ago. Um, and, and specifically that because of the fact that it shows so well how um, black children are looked at as, criminals and adults <laughs> mm-hmm. you know they're not they're not ever they they don't ever get that presumption of innocence like even you guys were saying earlier um how you guys used to go outside with bb guns and play which is carefree and great but mm-hmm. it's just yeah. as soon as you said that i instantly was like oh never never because you know no. like to me yeah. right playing with a gun you're gonna get the cops rolled up on you like it's just mm-hmm. that's yep. not gonna happen so um we watched that with our well we me and my husband watched it and then our kids watched it at camp and of course, they had they had sent a thing home, letting parents, you know, giving them the choice. But this was specifically a camp filled with black. It was it was a black camp, and the mm-hmm. teacher was a mm-hmm. black male. So we were very mm-hmm. comfortable with that after we saw sure. it ourselves. And then we had discussions um, with with two of them, the six year old, oh, that's great. still too young, but yeah. at the time, yeah. the eleven year old and um, my older one. And they were, you know, they were shocked and saddened, and we had to have some discussions because I was like this. The age that you all are now, that's the age that's they were. That's how those boys were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so this is a, um, so we, we have to talk about this um, and we can't always think of it as a, this, you know, something in the past. Back then. still happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when they see us was like, uh, it was, I mean, it was so well done as a, as a film and a TV show, uh, you know, or miniseries, whatever you want to call it. Like it, uh, and like, just know that like, just the truth that drips out of it and like the more you know the more cameras we have around now today to like film the stuff as it happens like you can just see people still trying to pull that same shit you know that exact mm-hmm. same shit it's tragic yeah um yeah these are great yeah it was when i was when i was watching that it was it was a kind of thing i mean i usually like to to binge stuff anyway when i watch it and it was one of those things i was watching it and i was like this feels like a marathon 
It feels like I'm running yeah. a marathon. Like I was like, this is not an easy watch. This is not is a, a, and it doesn't and get it's easier. Not a, no, it doesn't. It doesn't get easier. And, um, and yeah, it was, but it was the kind of thing I was like, part of me, I was like, I should take a break. And then another part was like, no, I just need, I need to sit here and finish this whole thing. Yeah. And, and well, that's, that's especially, I especially that, that later episode with, with Corey Wise when Ooh. he was, yeah, that was that that oh, one. Is that the solitary one? Yes. Yes. Oh, forget yeah, it. That, I mean, that kid. Man. That, first of all, that kid. That I mean, kid. He's like in his twenties. That actor. Give him every role and all yeah. the rewards. Yeah. Because yeah. holy crap. Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. Wow. It was. I mean, it was amazingly That's, done. Yeah. And yeah. yeah but if I ever tragic. met Corey Wise, I would just be like, "Here's my wallet." Like I feel like I, like, <laughs> you, I, I just owe need you this the, money. Just, just here. Here's a hug. Here's here. a hug. And my shoes. I guess I would just hold my shoes in my hand. If you uh, want them. Did you them. see that that they were down there when they uh, painted Black Lives Matters on uh, oh, Fifth right Avenue in front, in front of Trump's. Trump Tower? Mm-hmm. Right yeah. in front of Trump. And it's like, yes. oh, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. I could taste that picture. It was so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that picture had a flavor it was great the other thing i wanted to mention and i just wanted to look it up uh was a podcast called code switch i love code switch. Code switch. yeah i think yeah npr it's called code switch c-o-d-e like code switching oh um, code oh code. Yeah, code okay switch. um and i and i i love that podcast too because um it is not just about blackness um one of the hosts is a black male and the other host um, is a woman of color, and, and she's mixed with a few different uh, ethnicities. But um, so it comes from just the perspective of people of color and the ways, the different ways that um, the different ways that you see life. <laughs> uh, it's a it's sure. a fascinating podcast because um, it it covers a wide range of subjects, but from the perspective of people of color. So um, mm-hmm. I would I would recommend that one as well. Well, okay. You know, we're, and we're, we did mention Atlanta Monstra. That's another crime thing that's that was interesting too. Where yeah. listening to like the parents talk about it, and even the victims, because like a, Atlanta a lot, them if for not so all the parents. But here's what's crazy: a, a lot, a majority, if not all the parents, and I can't remember for sure because it's been a while since I've listened. All of them were like, "I don't think he did it. They didn't even even and." They were like he didn't. They didn't even try him for that anyway. That's yeah. not what he was even found guilty of. Yeah, he was. And the thing he was found guilty of, he shouldn't have been found guilty. Like it just, it's, it's crazy. But even they're like, no, he didn't do He's it. He's not the one. And yeah, they didn't. They didn't pin the murders on him. He wasn't found guilty of them. But they were like, well, this one's kind of associated, so we'll just say case closed. Yeah. Well, no, because there's fifty something plus or how like children oh, who were murdered who they're just like, oh, Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. these are children what that didn't matter. What is that? So. Yeah. What, what they, is this po- which one is this podcast? This is Atlanta, Atlanta Monster. One. Atlanta Monster is Atlanta. the name of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My only experience with that is like just like a passing passage in a true crime book and um, mm-hmm. uh, Mindhunter. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's where the uh, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Mm-hmm. Came from. Where came from. You know. No yeah, shit. That's crazy. Yeah, that's where that came from. Because they started Holy putting, cow. they started doing curfews and being like, your kids do not need to be out past this time. And yep. yeah, it was, it was wild. It's yeah. like, and like listening to it, it's just infuriating. It's infuriating. That's insane. You know? And anyway, yeah, it's, it's, uh. Well, Jake, what's it, your something. two cents on the, uh, the conversation versus education? 
Well, for me, it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's, again, it's kind of a thing of, I, you know, I'm coming at it from a different perspective. Like you said, as a, as you know, hit checking every box of the majority, um, as far as <laughs> male, white, straight. Uh, so, you know, I always look at things from the perspective of a coach because that's what my dad was for 50 years. <laughs> and so, you know, it's it's been something that I've kind of been th- that I've been thinking about a lot and 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 struggling with and contemplating and trying to figure out like because I does feel like that there it, it, but it's different with everything right I mean like like looking at it from a perspective of of coaching and specifically like coaching football or even from Daryl's perspective of teaching karate you know I told I think it's something Daryl and I have talked about where I, where I was like I can I can give you a book about football but I played it. Daryl played it. My dad coached him for 50 years. I'm going to learn more from him. I can learn the basics and, and learn rules and, and even some of the history of it, but like the practice of it and the execution of it and that sort of stuff. Uh, I, you know, I want to go to someone like my dad who's been around the game and lived it and whatever. Yeah. yeah. But with this, it's different because there's only one way to learn life experience and I can't do it. Cause yeah. I'm not black. Yeah. I'm not black. I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not a, a woman. I'm not trans. I'm not non-binary. I'm not any, I'm, I'm none of that. So yeah. I can't. So, so that makes it a little difficult, but to me, the difference between discussion and educating someone, I think is, um, is contribution. Okay. Mm. Like the, the, when I started thinking about it more, when, cause you know, you've heard, I, I, and you're still hearing it's, it's not my job to educate you. It's not my job to educate you. I think, you know, part of me is like, uh, is like, well, no, it's no one's job to educate, but there it's, it, there should be a discussion. And I, and it was a thing of like, well, I worry that people who are on the edge of, of like, you know, you're almost there. Just fucking come over here and let's all like, just be, <laughs> just, you know, that they'll hear that and think, oh, well, it can't be talked about. Mm-hmm. But that's not what yeah. it meant. And when I started well, thinking, that's a very, but, and that's a very but, Southern thing too. Yes, and it is. And, and, but, but then I'm like, well, no. I mean, it, it, but, and the fear being, well, if they think we can't talk about it, not talking about it is what is partially what got us here in the first place. But, Mm -hmm. but when I started thinking about it more and more, I was like, no, I think I was like, and I may, I may be wrong. And this is of course making an assumption of what someone else is thinking, but it seems uh, I, I, what I, the, where I went with it was it is, um, uh, white people, you've had enough time to listen Mm -hmm. and you haven't. So if you want to have a conversation about it, then you need to come correct. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, and that's what it is. If it's a, if it's, it's cause it can't just be about, it can't just be about intent. You know, it's, it's the, it's the adage that we always knew growing up of your actions speak louder than your louder words. Louder than words. Yeah. And yeah. so if you're, if you're reading, you know, and, and I had teachers all the time who would tell people, you know, someone had not done their homework and they would try to raise their hand in something in class and they'd say, you did not do your homework, so you cannot discuss this. Yeah. How do you yeah. expect to be able to have a discussion if you have nothing to contribute? And right. that's mm. what I think 
is important. That's what the balance is. It's something to contribute, not just, I want to hear what you have to say, but to actually talk about it and be like, well, this is how this seems to me. And I'd like to hear your perspective on it and hear, and and coming at it from, uh, from, you know, if you have nothing to contribute to discussion, you know, be it actual discussion or new information or Mm -hmm. any of that, then it's, it's not a discussion. Yeah. It's, It's a lesson. It's a lesson, right? Well, and um, I think I think I mean the main thing I'm getting from that is like if you have no sort of like even let's say the person the, this hypothetical person has even like doesn't even have a moral compass that is trying to lead them towards enlightenment or understanding or mm-hmm. sympathy, like it seems like the first thing to do is shut the fuck up and listen, <laughs> listen, listen to somebody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. And there's a, and like, you know, like you said, these books and these, these podcasts, that's a great way to start listening. But like, there's also like every night on the news, there's someone right now talking about being black in America or being black yeah. and alive right. yeah. or being black and persecuted by the police. And yes. there's a, it, the first step seems like if you have no bearing on like where you're supposed to be going or what the right thing is to do shut up yeah shut up and just listen especially right now like you know it's you know and i said this before it's 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 not enough to just you know say i'm not part of the problem because you can still not be part of the problem and not be part of the solution too. 100%. So, let me, well, and let me let me stop you right there because I okay. actually would say I, I I don't want it. I don't want to hear any white friend of mine say that they're not part of the problem because right, mm-hmm. right. yeah because you're benefiting from this either way. But right. you can, mm-hmm. like you just said, you can you can you can work to be um, an anti-racist even if you've said or done racist things in the past. You can work mm-hmm. to become anti-racist, but it is work. Right. It, it takes practice. And like you said about contributing earlier, what are you going to do from here? Right. What's the lady's name that says that always talks about unlearning racism? She's a little white lady. She looks Jane like a Elliot? second grade teacher. Oh, yeah. Is it Jane Elliott? Her name's something like that. Is that yeah. it? I think that's yeah. her. She, she, I, I actually, she's, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. She's a very fascinating person because, like, she always talked about unlearning racism. She's like, and she did one of those things, you know, she, like, it's always her in front of a group of, like, kids in the 1990s somehow. Like, it, but she's still alive and still going. She did the uh, blue eye, brown like, eye thing. Yeah. The blue eye, brown eye thing. Yeah. But the one that, the one she that, did that on sticks Oprah. out to me. It, That's how I heard about her. She did that on yes, Oprah in the 90s the, and my mom one, recorded it. Yeah. The one that sticks out to me is the one she says, raise your hand if you would trade places with a black person right now. Right. There you go. Yeah. And she's just like, there you go. Then you you know it's there. Then you know racism exists. That's what Chris Rock said. That's a racist thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Chris Rock said. He was like, no white person in this room would trade places with me, and I'm rich. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's, yeah, he's right. You know, I mean, my dad, my my dad, who I have no real relationship with, my dad once mistook Chris Rock as the valet and tried to get him to get his car. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, that's what. So when I say I've come a long way, I I have at least 
I, I have at least grown somewhat. I've yeah. still got you. You, miles you to started go in the red. You started in the red. Now I'm in the chartreuse. One other, yeah. one other uh, resource that I do want to give because mm-hmm. I do think I think it's called Showing Up for Racial Justice. Um, I don't know if they have a book, but it's an organization that is nationwide, so you can find your local chapter. The reason why I'm bringing them up specifically is because this is a white ran white led organization. So when you do mm-hmm. have these questions, talk to your other white people who are doing the work. That way you're not coming to people of color and asking us to do emotional labor. Talk right. to them. That's really great. You know? Yeah. And say, I'm sorry, say it one more time. Showing up for Sh- which, surge. Whoops. So showing up for racial justice. And if you look it up online, it would be S-U-R-J. Um, it's sort of the same thing when like men <laughs> are like, how can I be a better feminist and how can I you know, help mm-hmm. support women. And it's like, well, I don't really want to get into a deep discussion with you about these, even though I appreciate it, but like talk to mm-hmm. others, yeah. educate yourself. Yes. Um, follow people who are already in the space, amplify, boost them. Um, and then talk to other men <laughs> because yeah. that's, that's how this problem gets solved. Well, and you know, one of the things that, that sent me on this whole journey in my life originally was that like my girlfriend complained, that I didn't do the dishes and I was like I'm sorry I didn't I didn't know you needed me to do the dishes I just I was just walking around the house and she was like they're they're your dishes too do the fucking dishes and she's like you know she's like that this is this is the root of all your problems yeah you you assume someone's gonna come along and go hey go do that she was like you talk about like being a leader all the time in your other life as a teacher and yet you're doing nothing to be a leader in your own life. You're waiting on someone else to give you the command. You don't have to. You can yeah. take command. And like, I mean, not necessarily overnight, but like I have, it has allowed me to like be like more assertive in a lot of ways. And like, and honestly, it freed me in a lot of ways because I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to do this. And, you know, even if I do it wrong, which I cannot, apparently, I don't know how to fold a towel the right way, <laughs> but I digress. Um, she does it in threes. I don't get it. Anyway, I do it in like, threes. That's how you do it. Uh, yeah. Shut the fuck up, Jake. God, you are such a kiss ass. I can go ass. get a towel for you right now. I do it in threes. That's how my, my mama raised her son well. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, well, whatever. The Your point is, 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 is that... Right now. Yeah. She well, is, yeah. She, yeah. It, 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 this, is, this is the moment when Jake reminds us all that his mother is dead. No, I didn't. <laughs> Daryl wants no, to constantly remind me of that. I didn't, I didn't even that. realize that. Oh, my God. No, Daryl wants to remind me of that. Jake, Jake at least once an episode, drops a uh, passive-aggressive... I, I, I do not. My mom's dead. And see, like, and he's literally beating a dead horse with this bed. I'm not, your mom is not a horse. That's I mean, terrible. That's what that he's out. doing. Oh You're cutting that out. Oh, that's funny. You're a terrible person. <laughs> Six rosaries and call your priest. Oh, I don't know what religion that is. Uh, this this was really beneficial and helpful to me. I really appreciate you, yeah, you doing and, like ha- ta- having this talk and yeah. like and being like frankly like like uh, caring about us enough to 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 do it because like we're fucking idiots. Yeah, like, and we want to be that resource for other white idiots like us to be able to hear and say, yes. oh, okay, well, I can go do that and not bother my black friend yes. and just let them live there's their fucking life. Of, there's yes. a lot of us white idiots out there, Brandy. I don't know if you're aware of this. <laughs> I think she's but acutely we, aware think, of I it. I think I'm aware, yeah. Yeah. we. I don't know if you know this. 
some of us get into really high positions of power too. Uh huh. Hey, and you know what? not even qualified for it it's not even a little the the best part is sometimes we beat people who are way more qualified than us like i'm on the do you know i'm on the sherman oaks city council brandy i don't i actually have no doubt of it like i i I believe no but see it's it's not it's not crazy to think that i was (laughs) (laughs) that's the point that's the point that is a good point that's a very good point God, that's the saddest and scariest thing that's ever happened <laughs> in my life. I was thinking of Jake in charge of like Sherman Oaks anything. Uh-huh. Oh man. Oh my yeah. god. No potholes would be filled. They would just they would fill them with donut holes. They'd just be like, Yeah, just put donut holes in the hole. It, that works. It's more cushion on the shocks of your car. It's better than just hard concrete. Cars work. Yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. None of you, neither one of you know how a car works. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl, I've been playing Forza Horizon on Xbox the past few nights. I think I know plenty oh, about cars. Thank you. That's not it. Uh, okay, so the next one's a real real light question. Yeah, uh, let's just continue fixing society's problems, yeah? Um, so I think here's, we're doing great. Here's topic two. Uh, how should organized religion evolve with society? Take it away, Brandy. <laughs> oh, well, man. let's do this. Before it's we start, we should all we should all talk about what perspective we're listening and speaking from. I am an atheist. I, I don't don't believe like I, I have a fondness for Buddhism. I have a fondness for some Christianity uh, without its organization. Uh, I I enjoy Islamic faith without a lot of its more extremist uh, views. Um, that's kind of where I am. So no God, but I understand that people need something. <laughs> okay. Um, I am a Christian and, uh, and it's funny because I don't actually even say that often now because of, uh, the connotations with that word, uh, because so many Christians, so many white Christians, um, mm-hmm. associate with Trump and try to prop him up as godly. Uh, and, and even before Trump, you know, because it's not just a Trump thing, even before Trump right. was in power, but that, that, that they, um, there's just, there's so much right wing bullshit that gets lumped in with Christianity erroneously, in my opinion. And so, um, mm. so I don't use that word often, but I believe in Christ. I believe in Jesus. Um, I am. And so as far as like, how should organize, re- so <laughs> Organized religion, like even that term is interesting to me because I think it, it has so many negative um, connotations. And I sure. think that's why, you know, there's this whole um, <laughs> Christian cliche uh, that I do subscribe to, which is that it's not about religion. It's about relationship. And so my relationship to God is, you know, I believe God is my creator, um, that he's given us life. I believe that God loves all of us. Um, and so mm-hmm. as a result, I've had a shift over the last few years where like I grew up being taught that homosexuality is inherently evil and wrong mm-hmm. and that God does not, uh, that he just abhors it, I think is the word. Um, and I don't believe that anymore. Um, oh, that's, that was like one of our first arguments you and I ever had in our friendship. Like was, we, we had I, that debate. We probably did. And it's so funny yeah. because I don't remember that. But what I do remember, I was thinking about this last night was uh, talking with you about um, Christianity and you, <laughs> and you just being like, you were like running through this whole list of why uh, you didn't believe. And I was like, Daryl, 
it's because you're you're thinking about this too too much. You have to have faith, and you were like, oh, so basically, you're telling me that uh, my intelligence <laughs> doesn't work with this religion. I was just like, oh my god, I don't know how to answer this. Um, uh, I was thinking about that last night. I was cracking up. Yeah, but yeah. I, I I I would have said no. Your perceived intelligence oh. won't allow you. To... Man, in the moment, See, I was just he... like, anything that I say, he has an answer for. You got to be a little bit mean. That's the trick. Jake's got that down. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So it's um, yeah. So I I don't even know. I guess I'm a progressive Christian, um, right? You know, I, I, I'll say this. I, I I grew up in a very Christian household. Went to church every Sunday, you know, and Wednesday night with my parents. For mm-hmm. me, it was more of a. It was always more of a of a social event than it ever was a religious or spiritual uh, event because sure. um, I enjoyed going and seeing my friends and and yeah. being with them and there were a lot of people who were very influential to me um, at that age who were people from my uh, church or youth group or whatever. Um, that said, I have become very disillusioned by the idea of organized religion and um because of uh of stuff that i i i witnessed or stuff that i was a i hate to use the word uh, the the phrase a victim to um because that 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 implies you know that i don't know whenever you say victim it, it i always feel like you know, that's reserved for people who had really, really horrible shit happen right. to them, <laughs> right. you know, and yeah. like, uh, you know, so I, I hesitate using that word, but, or that phrase, but, but yeah, I mean, there, there was stuff that happened to me in regards with, uh, people there and events there that, um, uh, really just left me kind of, uh, in limbo. And so, okay. um, so that's, that being said, like, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how much, like, uh, if there's, I mean, it's not like there's, you know, a conference where all the churches are like, Hey, what are we doing this month? Um, so like, I don't know if anything's really changed or anything, but, um, like, I, I don't know. I just, a lot of times when I see, um, some of that stuff talked about or, posted or yeah. like it leaves a it now it leaves a pit in my stomach because of just um it's a it's a visceral reaction from oh, yeah. from your childhood uh, and from the things yeah, you've seen from from yeah and it wasn't so much it wasn't so much when i was a child it was it was more high school and well, you're you know i really started yeah and i and i because i really started you know, it's along the same lines of what of what you were saying, Brandy. Of like, I really started to see a lot of the hypocrisy, yeah. mm. and that is what never set well with me. And yeah. I know, you know, and and it always, you know, and they always say, well, you know, uh, uh, God isn't His people, you know, and 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 the church aren't just the people. But I'm like, it feels like. Some of y'all using that as an excuse to still be shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so great. Uh, (laughs) That's so great. Yeah. And that's just how that felt. And so like it, it, you know, so I don't know. I I get, I get, that's more of where I'm kind of, 
kind of coming from at it. Yeah. I can understand that. I'm, I am a, I've sort of, um, come to accept that I am sort of a Christian misfit at this point because Mm. I firmly believe in Jesus Christ and that he died for my sins. And I have no qualms about telling that to anyone. Um, and with the same breath though, I will also say that, you know, God is love and that, um, like one of my affirmations that I, I do from time to time is that, um, I have a community of radical Christians who understand that there's a seat at the table for everyone who wants to join us, Um, Mm -hmm. whether black, white, Hispanic, um, gay, straight, trans, whatever. And so um, if God is love and we are his people and we are supposed to embody that love, then (laughs) then there shouldn't be anyone or any group of people that we are mistreating. Number one. Number two, if you call yourself a Christian, because I can't speak to. Catholicism or any of these other religions. I haven't studied religion, but if you call yourself a Christian, then you know that God didn't hang out with the the Christian folks. God, right. God hung out because with the they're outcasts. not fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Peter was super boring. Yes, he he hung out with the outcast. Jesus hung out with the outcasts, right. the people who. Um, the people who nowadays uh, a lot of right wing folks um, are yeah. are you know trying to uh, put under their holding boots. up signs and he yeah, didn't turn water into lemonade. Listen, he turned it listen. into wine. Yes, you he know? did. He kept the party going. So <laughs> yeah, what's wrong? All right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, so. now, hey, let me ask you this real quick, Brandy. Just a quick yeah. aside. Jesus, uh, what does Jesus look like? Uh, he's definitely not white. I know that. Um, the, the way that Good. he's no, been I described. Like yeah, the way he's been I, It's described. always bothered me that Jesus was uh, described as white. Have you ever watched Killer Mike Trigger Points on Netflix? I haven't. It is on my list. Does he talk Watch about it, it on that? Because he does, he does a whole okay. thing about white Jesus, and he ends up creating his own religion from it. But, <laughs> yeah, white Jesus is something that's always bothered me because, like, you yeah. know, like where I grew up in Muscle Shoals, like, I, same, I was at church every Sunday at least, and if I could get out of Wednesday and Sunday night and Monday for hockey, it was everything. But we, uh, it was just, it was like, like they had pictures of, like, some dude that looked like he was in Creedence Clearwater Revival, like oh, on the... Yeah. <laughs> I always I thought just... that every depiction of, of Jesus I saw growing up, I was like, I don't know why I feel like he should be on the front of like an animal cracker box. Like he should be selling <laughs> animal there was crackers. Very or... Animal cracker about Sunday school. Like yeah. it was just yeah. the felt puppets yeah. and I mean, just like the, yeah. the smell of like melted crayons mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was yeah. More... Uh, to me, I think for organized religion to, to evolve and survive in modern society, they have to. They have to give they have to give it up and they have to understand that they are a business. They mm. have to really come to terms with the fact that they're a business. Now they're a tax exempt business right now and I think if they want to gain you know, like if they want the small the small government people, like if they want like the libertarians to join their fight, they should be like we should pay taxes. And I think that would be a huge game changer for a lot of people in the way that they view religion, because right now it's like this freeloading, like, like that provides a service and some great community service to some really people who need it. But then there's also like these guys like Joel Olstein who like completely like milk the society that that they're in. Or what's the Kenneth, uh, 
yeah and so like all those guys that are like clearly like like nefarious dudes and and women that like are are like just using this sort of like yeah. religion as a root the righteous, the righteous yeah. gemstones yeah a hundred percent and like so mm-hmm. my mother my mother is a very devout christian and uh and we choose not to talk about religion in very big detail in our relationship sure. that's that's kind of where Smart. we got to but she was when i was a kid versus who she is now after she went through a divorce she was a mess she was just she didn't know what to do with her life her entire identity had been destroyed by this my father yeah and like and the place she turned to was religion and her church came together and surrounded her and 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 spread love on her and took care of her and got her back on her feet that's helped great. her get a job like got it, like and now she teaches divorce care for other women who are in the same situation mm-hmm. as her so like she like that's how it's supposed to yeah. be it's yes. supposed yeah. to be yeah you know and not to talk about martial arts but in martial arts we have this thing called rupa which is about water downhill divided and it's your master and then after he or she has taught you, you become a tributary and then all your students are the water and then they become a tributary and and it splits off and splits off and splits off. That to so me So your is, martial arts teaches trickle down economics? Economics, <laughs> yeah, in a way. In a hundred percent away. But Jake, here's the thing. It works. That's the difference. It's right. like and, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. the way it needs to be, is like it needs to be something that benefits the society. But I think the thing that they need to do is they need to rebrand what they are. They need to like not like Buddy Christ dogma like Kevin Smith movie rebrand themselves, but they need. I mean, but but not not that either. You know, like but they do need to like rebrand themselves as a business in America. Like if you look at Scientology, Scientology has completely manipulated oh the government to do what they're to get away with what they're doing. But what they do as a religion, with the exception of like the the nefarious shit that they have on their docket, which every religion has, they they do try to at least approach the person before they approach the concept, you know. And I think that that's something that's really important that like gets overlooked. I think you get you get put in a church, and like you know, again, idiot here, that's me, is like not being spoken to or dealt with directly i'm being i'm being spoken to along with my grandmother and my mother who are living totally different lives than me and nothing is really coming in to me or resonating with me but like if you dealt with me individually i so like i think religion needs to like start evolving towards like self-help well and so that's like, interesting that that would make me nervous because um because then, to me, that's where you get into cults, which I 100% believe. Sure. You know, Scientology mm. is a cult. For sure. Because, mm. and, oh, yeah. and you know, there are definitely some some religions that have sex that are cults have sex. S e c t s sex. I work with it. Don't worry. <laughs> that Jake was really there, excited for a second. There are some religions that also have sex. <laughs> <Not that. laughs> um, and so, you know, anytime you have uh, I, my worry about turning it into self help is that you're you, you start to isolate people, and then anytime you're isolating people, you can draw them in, and 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 that's how people get swept up in the cults. That's but, a very good but point. But I will mm-hmm. say that I do agree that um, you know that there there should be a separation of church and state. Um, and so like hearing that some of these churches have gotten the PPP um, loans 
Mm-hmm. That that nope. infuriates me Don't because even. then if that's the case, Don't you even. should be paying taxes. Like it's Correct. one or the you other. One hundred percent should be paying taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Pick your lane. Yeah. That's that's it. Church of Brandy. Pick Brandy Payne. Pick your lane. <laughs> yes. Well, my. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about the. Yeah, I was thinking about this. You know, how should organized religion evolve with society? And my answer is that they should fucking evolve. They just need yeah. to because, like, they, yeah. they, they 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 need to evolve. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Because. You know, it's a lot of people get set in their ways and well, this is what this and this is what that and, and this like is how it's always been. And like, look, I mean, if we if you want to talk about it from a, because I, I'm kind of coming at it from from both angles here, kind of in, in the middle of, of the two of you, like, you know, what I know of 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 the Christian Bible, at the very least, is that you know the the purpose of uh, one of the purposes of of God sending Jesus to Earth was to abolish the old law, aka yeah. the Old Testament, yes. and implement this new one of uh, love and acceptance and that sort of stuff. So yeah. my question is, if 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 uh, I guess it, it just raises a lot of questions for me. One, right. if um, if that's the case, why y'all still go by a bunch of the Old Testament <laughs> shit? Why y'all? Why, why y'all do that? Why y'all go still by a bunch of this Old Testament shit that was knocked out? That was knocked out a long time ago. Yeah. And is and and if there and and I know like the the what they'll want to say is well obviously God put it there it left it in the Bible for a reason for us to learn sure. from right sure. yes but but then that brings up this question of if God's why are you infallible pollinated thread right <laughs> but thread. if is is if God's infallible why did he change his mind did he change his mind because he because he learned and realized it that wasn't maybe the way to do things yeah. or so if that's the case then you need to do it too and that he he left that in there so that he could see hey there's nothing wrong with changing your mind for the better yeah and doing the right things and so now so like look see how things were this i decided this isn't how it should be anymore yeah. so i sent my son to teach love and acceptance of others and helping others and be and that's what y'all need to focus on look at where i was and look at where i am yeah the evolution but, of god but, but that's the great point but they don't want to do church. They don't want to do that. They want to cherry pick the stuff that yeah. they're like, well, that do looks think- nice. Something it, the Bible's not a buffet of belief. It tells you exactly. <laughs> it says, do unto others. <laughs> uh, buffet of belief. Well, the last funny. part was the the old part he that's the ignore that shit. That's that doesn't matter anymore. Do this. Now, would you still like have like like social services though, Jacob? Like you know, like yes, we're gonna like, have potlucks, a hundred percent. We're gonna have potlucks. Well, no, like yeah. That, Sorry, that, go ahead, buddy. Well, I, I love what you just said that it needs to just evolve. Period. Because I think that is that is sort of how I explain it to people is that you know mm-hmm. my beliefs have evolved, um, and and the main thing that I um, am constantly just presented with is, well, how did we get this Bible? Because God did not send it from heaven and put it down and said, I wrote this man mm-hmm. has written it. Man is, mm-hmm. you know, when they say that, that, that it's inspired by God, but man, a man mm-hmm. has written this. Right. And, and then we, 
and when I say we, <laughs> certainly not us, but, you know, centuries ago, people decided which ones they felt like should be canon and which ones are not. Um, right. You know, and yeah. so like, how did that process mm-hmm. even go? And, yeah, know, and now you have I have like Mormonism, which is fan fiction. It's just <laughs> it's just Jesus fan fiction. <laughs> but the plates, that Jake, the plates. You know, like <laughs> the plates. They found those plates. Oh god, John Smith. Right. Oh yeah. Oh my so, god. So that's what that. I just uh, the main thing that I um, try to be mindful of and to share with people is like we we have to keep in mind the context in which the Bible was written, the perspectives, um, you mm-hmm. know, who were the writers and what the circumstances were at the time. Because back then, you know, not only were were black people, what, what, did people use that to, to, to try to get their slaves in line? Um, yeah. But, you know, women as women. well, women, were, women yeah. were raped and then had to marry the person that raped them. Like, it's just, it's a lot to grapple with. And so... Mm-hmm. Now, Brandy, are you talking about when it was written? Are you talking about the King's James translation? Or are you talking about, like, when these things were originally, like, well, put to Sanskrit? So, so uh, I'm talking about a couple of things. When I when I say, um, like, about the, the, the women being raped, I'm talking about some things that have happened in the, in the Old Testament. Um, right. Sure, sure. And, and as far as the stuff with slavery, we know that they used, we know that they, when African people were enslaved, that they took our religions from us. They would not allow us to practice that. They forced us to learn about their new Bible, (laughs) their, Mm -hmm. their, their Jesus. And, um, and, and then they, and then they, they weaponized it against us and basically, basically said that like, you're not being a good slave. Like it says right here in the old Testament that you should obey your master. Um, this is what you need to do. And so, you know, I, I say all that to say, I say all that to say that I just feel like God is so much bigger than man tries to 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 make him, her, it be. <laughs> and yeah. and if you can put God into a, a box like that, I just what kind of God is that? Sure. I mean, I've always felt that like we don't like if you think of it like so let's talk about it in scientific terms for a minute like to the box you're talking about is literally a book you know like the quran the holy the holy bible all these books exist that try to contain this concept of where we came from what made us why we exist a set of rules to go by as well you know and like to me like there is so much like if you look at the universe forget the universe look at the ocean You look at the ocean, there's so much of the ocean that we just don't like we discover a new like shrimp every year, at least. And it's just like, I mean, like, what do we think we know? Like that we could like, you know, and of course, then it, we're talking about divine intervention of like God had to literally come down and be like, no, no, guys, whoa, 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 whoa. hey, hey shh, right here, right here. Here's the book. Here's the book. Stop killing it. Yeah. Stop it. Pain, yeah. able, knock it off. Here's the book, you know, and like, but like, uh, but if we look at the universe as a whole, like we have as, as species, we have like less than an nth of a degree of understanding of what this is, you know? And so like, to me, I've always thought, I've always found the concept of religion and God to be like the audacity of the human ego to be like, yeah, we got, we got a pretty good idea what's going on. I'm like, but do we know? <laughs> yeah. We just voted for Trump. You know, the, the, right. the older I get, the, um, I do feel like the less I know. Um, and, and, and the more comfortable mm. I become with that, the more comfortable I become with my uncertainty 
And which for me then leads me to say, well, God, I'm going to rely on you more because I clearly know less. <laughs> and it does make me right. laugh at like, like the conversation. Like, again, I don't even remember having that conversation with you, but I'm sure we did. And I'm sure I was very oh, yeah. strong in mm-hmm. my stance. Um, Wait, and it was something I always found fascinating about you because like it was one of those that you were strong in your stance, but I could also see you like in your eye, like in your heart, you were like, there was a struggle there. there oh, is it? I mean, and I mean, and, and. And I think you openly acknowledged that struggle. Yes. Oh, yeah. Over the last, well, over the last couple of years, I've actually come out as being bi. Right. I'm not practicing because I'm married, but it's it's something that, (laughs) but it's something that I just was taught that was wrong, was wrong about me. And I had to stuff it down and I had to fight it and it just was not good. Um, And, and, and when you're taught that, you know, when you grow up to believe that and you, and you're taught that like, you can't argue because you're arguing against God. <laughs> and so it's yeah, like, it, right. it, it just you hamstrings <laughs> you. How do you win that? You know, right. it, it is a, uh, so, um, so unlearning, like this is like the theme of the show is unlearning. Uh, I've had a lot of yeah. unlearning to do. And for me that it did disillusion me for a while. And it's, there's a really, really good book called searching for Sunday. Um, and her name is Rachel. I can't think of her last name, but she just passed away, but she was a progressive Christian. And very funny because she also, I believe, was raised in the South. And so she has had to struggle with so many things. And unfortunately, she just died in her 30s unexpectedly. But um, she has written some great books. And Searching for Sunday was a really good one because it just touched on, like, if you are struggling with these things, because you know that I know that the way God has loved me, how how could he also be this God who's like, who's not loving others and it just does not connect? That would be a, a book I'd recommend. Well, that's right. fascinating. It, that's I, I, I mean, and I admire that you're that you still have your faith and that you're able to do all that and like walk that tightrope. That was a rope that I fell yeah. off of in my youth, and it's something I have a fascination with, and I still read and I still learn about, and uh, and more often than not, I read with with ob- with obviously the lens that I have of of religion, where it's like I have a not hate, but just like a like a groan and an eye roll of like you know oh that that old fashioned thing. Are we still talking about that old Jesus guy? Come on. <laughs> right. you know, but like yeah. I do, I, I've always admired people that are able to like in, in any faith uh, that are able to continue to one grow like you have and, and make these discoveries of yourself and, and society and things like that. And whereas like, I feel like, I feel like I should be like somehow leading the charge because I'm like, I'm free. I don't have any like rules around me. I can, you know, but like I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm somehow still like still being like oh, taking my cues from uh, somebody else of like, oh, yes, you. I see that now that that has always been socially acceptable. I'm an asshole, you know, like. Right. So it's, <laughs> it's been very interesting. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, I. <laughs> thinking more about what you said, Daryl, about like trying to approach the person and, and, and then going into the religious aspect of it. I, 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 I don't disagree with that. It, it's a, it's a fine line though. Brandy, you are right about becoming cult like, um, right. The difference I think is, is, is not really hiding it like Scientology seems to do. Yes. I think will be, would, would be helpful. But, but I, Daryl, the reason I like that is because like, you know, church when I, I mean, I didn't have all bad experiences with church. I had some great experiences with church. Um, and cause like, you know, the thing is, is like when it's, 
church for me is kind of, was kind of like alcohol like when it's good it's good and when it's bad it's fucking yeah, that, bad that is actually wait that wait that is really great that is so true i, I would yeah that is agree. i mean that is nail on the head and like uh <laughs> when it's bad and, it's bad yeah like it's just and and you know, it's just finding it's finding that right line. But yeah, I mean, because that was always one of my problems was it felt like because there were there were certain people in my church who really tried to um, when I was growing up, like force baptism on me is how it felt. Mm. And like, you need to do this and you do this. And, or you mean the actual act of baptism, of getting baptized. And like, like, you know, there were a few times where, uh, basically I had been, uh, deceived about my reason for being there when it was actually, why don't we just go do this right now? Why don't we just go do it right now? And the point that I kept making was, well, because I'm not ready to do it. Cause I don't, I'm not ready to do that. And that's what I, always respected about my dad was you know my dad is a is a as a christian god-fearing man and so was my mom and but the way that dad handled it was every now and then it was just hey this is you you know this is what i believe and i hope that this is what you do but at the end of the day i can't believe it for you yeah this is yeah. this is yeah. your decision and i hope that you do it yes. and i if 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 it was just if if so if we just looked at the world like with that, that mindset yeah. of i hope this is what you do but it's up to you because if if free will is good enough for for god to let us have why can't listen, y'all do it listen you know what this is this is a you're bringing up some really great points um we recently uh, well, not re- again, not recently, but when we were still going to church in person, um, mm. we had a we had a uh, they did a sermon about like um, racial reconciliation. Right. Which is a whole mm-hmm. other thing. But um, most of the sermon was good. <laughs> but at the end of it, they prayed. And the prayer mm. was a big part of the prayer was for, for cops. And Oof. so, well, we got, and and the person praying was a black, was a black man, which I, you know, I felt oh. was intentional because the, the pastor is a is a white man, sure. but you know, so um, when we got in the car afterward, um, you know, I I asked everyone, everyone meaning my husband and my three sons, you know, what do they think mm-hmm. about church? And so then after they kind of gave me their thoughts, I said, so listen, these are my thoughts. You don't all I want you to do is listen, and and you can take it how you want. I said, but right. my problem with praying for the cops in this situation was that we didn't pray for the families. We didn't pray for the people who died. We didn't pray for the, mm-hmm. the people who are being racially profiled and the people who right. are being brutalized. We took for granted that most cops don't do this. And so mm-hmm. since most cops don't do this, we are there. The implication is that we are vilifying cops for no reason. And so we mm-hmm. need to lift them up and surround them in prayer. And I was like, mm. there's never any concern for um, the vilification of black people. And you guys are young, but you need to realize that we, we can't continue. We can't perpetuate this. So mommy right. is not going to be praying for the cops other than to keep them away from us. That is what mommy's mm. praying for. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes I, I want you to be my mom. <laughs> sometimes I make my, my husband uncomfortable when I bring these up, when I bring these sorts of conversations up. But my point, what I told them was, I said, you know, I think from now on when we go to church, 
after church, we're going to talk about, well, what did we like? What do we dislike? What do we, what do we believe? What do we agree with? And what do we disagree with? Because it is okay to disagree with what you hear in church. You have to decide for yourself whether it is true for you. And um, I'm really glad, you know, I kind of hate that my oldest is already, you know, about to be 16 now and I'm just starting this with him. (laughs) But, you know, better late than ever. Brandy, that is not too late at all. 16 is like, I mean, it's really not. And I think that's brilliant because like that's, I think that was always one of my fights I had with religion was that like, it felt like if I didn't like, like Old Testament to New Testament book, you know, cover to cover, agree with what the preacher was saying, what the Bible was saying, that I was doomed to hell. And it's yeah. like, that's right. exhausting. That's yeah. exhausting yeah. to live like that. And and another thing kind of about it that has more, as I've gotten older, has frustrated me is, is a little bit... Um, and, and I'll explain it is the concept of faith itself mm. because, and the, the reason is the concept of faith is actually very simple. It's just, you believe it in your heart. So it is. So, um, my concern with it, especially with, like you said, how, how, uh, you know, um, close minded, a lot of Christians seem to be and how, uh, you know, um, how they don't want to listen to, you know, experts or people who do know better about whatever sure. it is, is that the concept of faith, uh, my concern is the concept of faith discourages critical thinking mm. <laughs> because I don't know how, how is it that, that um, some Christians can just be handed one book and be told what's in it and yeah. they immediately agree with it. Yeah. Yet when they're prevented when they're presented with a hundred percent factual information that is undeniable, they just say, nah. <laughs> like, like I don't uh, that, bro. that yeah. doesn't yeah. that doesn't that doesn't compute. Yeah. To me, thank you, I mean, thank you for coming, but nah, yeah, but it like so. My fear is that that encourages, is, is like I said, where it's like, oh, well, if this big grand thing is something that I can just believe on faith and make it so, how does that not apply to everything to else? Everything in my life? else, like if God, if God, you know, if you believe in God and you believe that He created us, that means He also created this brain that does these magnificently yep. crazy things. Why would right. He not want us to use it? Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's, so Darryl, that's, that's what I was trying yeah. to say years ago <laughs> when you said you were too smart to be a Christian. All right. Point made. Point made. Damn. <laughs> Fucking 10 years later, I lost. Uh, well, it was the only win I had in my life. And it's, yeah. And now it's it, been. It's uh, gone. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, this is, I, I got to tell you, this has been one of my favorite, favorite episodes and we're about to ruin it now. I don't know about that. I think we're about to get to the most important topic, uh, our right. big question. All right, here we go. Because we've already kept you long enough, Brandy. So let's let's get to this big question and okay. uh, and get you out of here. We call so, it the big Q around yeah, here. We, no one calls it that, Brandy. Uh, so <laughs> here's here's uh, here's this episode's big question. All right, Drum what roll. what is the best layout for a grocery store? <laughs> now, here's why this question came up. I feel intensely betrayed by my local grocery store because they just changed everything. 
What an idiot. Okay. I, I mean, I went there. We went there. It's the same one we've gone to for four years. Okay. And I walk in there and I'm like, what is this store? Why you got you got the you got the diapers by the cold stuff you and got they don't the, change the, <laughs> change it out regularly. No, okay. they just I don't know where they were like, uh, hey, uh, everything's different now. Was it a Ralph's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Ralph's, and they just they just they just cha- they were like it's just a and I felt like I was like. It, 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 I felt like the kid who was like, did mom and dad get divorced because of me? <laughs> That's how I felt walking into that grocery store. I was like, did they do that? Did I do something wrong? Like, I know I haven't been here in a little while because I was in like, is, it, is, is, is this because I neglected them that this is? Because is I didn't come and I did phone orders right. instead? And so, but like the way in which they arranged everything makes no sense. Like I said, like that open aisle with like, oh, here's like, you know, cheeses and and lunch meats or whatever. And over here, now there's like diapers and baby stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't. Why yeah, is that, that in really the same flow. aisle? That's a yeah. Well, because you grab you grab your cold cuts, you grab your diapers, you eat the cold cuts on the way home, and wear the, the diapers. diapers on the way because <laughs> you just shit yourself immediately. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, oh, so yeah, so it funny. got me thinking like, you know, cause there's some grocery stores you walk into and you're just like, this, this makes sense. I yeah. feel like I know where everything is and where it, and where it should be. So that's where, that's where the question, uh, came from. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you yeah. got Brandy? Okay. So, so it is interesting because, um, I learned when I was trying to like eat more mindfully that when I go into a grocery store, you're supposed to stick to the perimeters and try to avoid the middle aisles because the perimeters has your like basic food groups. You have your produce. What? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So if you didn't yeah. know this, yes. If you stick to the perimeter, you go. You go to your. If it's if it's laid out correctly, you go to your produce followed by um, your 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 meats, whatever sort of protein you're, you're getting. Um, and then if you go around, you'll mm-hmm. have your you'll hit your dairy, um, and then and then you pretty much you you cash out. Uh, but in the what? middle is all of the stuff with the preservatives and the, except for like maybe one aisle that's like the healthy aisle. You have all your, the, the, the stuff that's really fun, <laughs> the junk. That's my, pretty much my mind. My mind is blown. <laughs> yes. Like you're saying this, I'm like, you're absolutely right. Because yes. it's like when you get near cereal, that's when everything starts to fall apart. It, it really does. And, and because I have three kids and they blow freaking through cereals all the time. Um, oh, for sure. I'm I'm constantly in that aisle in particular, and then of course you see some new uh, some new cookies that are here. Like Oreos are a, a huge addiction mm-hmm. in our family, so I I try to avoid the middle <laughs> aisle as much as possible. I do mm-hmm. pretty much stick if a layout can if a layout if a grocery store layout has that perimeter going, then for the most part um, I am going to do what I need to do. Now that said, when they do the damn promos in at the beginning of the store where you have a big yeah. old bend of freaking Reese's pieces. Mm-hmm. It's like, kill me now. Because <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I am. I'm actually so mad. <laughs> because then I'll see oh, it. Yeah. And then yeah. I want it. And if I hadn't yeah. seen it, I would. it wouldn't even been a thought. But now yeah. I've seen it and now I want it. And it's right here. It's letting me know it's on sale. So if I don't get it, it's like, oh, d- am I making mm-hmm. a smart choice? Because I could get it for this price versus three right. weeks from now, it'll be regular price. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Oh, my Ralph's does that. The the one door you walk into, actually both doors you walk into, it's like, hey, here's slices of cake. And I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> oh no, yes, it's yes. You sons of bitches. Kroger, Ralph's Kroger, Smith's, <laughs> yeah. all part of the yeah. same old chain. And yeah. Christidis, yep. Christidis yeah. too. And if they have That's like, the there's one, they have caramel cake and they'll have it sliced. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm a baker. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. I you don't even look at this. You can make this at home, but if it's just right, right there when it's the as soon as you walk in, that's why you're not yep. supposed to go to the grocery store hungry. Yeah. You are yeah. more angry about this than the race stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like you are you are hundred percent yeah. pissed off oh, right now. Yeah. God. yeah. No, I, Constant I, I'm, battle. I'm with you. Oh, I, yeah. God. The way I think I think it should be or like the way I think it is, I think you should that you go in on the left side. And it goes left to right, healthy to unhealthy. That's how I think it should go. You start healthy, so like you, yeah, yeah you start healthy. You okay. encourage you get that stuff first, wait, and then wait like a when you, you're like, are oh, you, okay, let me see. Are you left-handed? No, I'm not. Okay, so oh, you say let, read you left, left to right. Yeah, read read left to right. That's why that's so that's like what's you, in my yeah. That's that's where it is. Oh, in my, it, but wait, okay, like yeah. the building. Wait, yeah, when you yeah. walk into the building, are you yeah, you walk into the building, walking to the left. You, you, the left side is... You come is, in the left door. Yeah, you, you come in the left the right door. door. It has to be a the, two-door yeah. grocery store. Okay. Yes. There's an yes. entrance and an exit. Okay. Yes. Think of Ikea, mm-hmm. except if, instead yes. of a maze of weird square furniture, <laughs> right. it's it's like lean beef to like, you know, deep fried butter. To okay. Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's like you walk in like, okay, here's your here's your fruits and produce. So and where's liquor that kind of in stuff? that situation then, huh? Jake? Where's Where's alcohol? Well, liquor's on the right side. Okay. So, li- li- liquor's on the, the right side. The, the, the right side of the store, not the right side. Depending, you know on, your, the right depending side. on your perspective, I suppose. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah, it's on the, it's on the right side. But like you got your, you got your, your produce so and your, and your right fruits. In the and then, and then right in the middle, I think you'd have your, you know, your, your breads and your dairies probably. You know okay. what? Wait, pause. Yes, because another thing that makes me mad is if I forget a bread and like mm-hmm. I have to go all the way to the other side of the store yep. instead of it being in the middle where the mm-hmm. cash register is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They should just have bread on. What are those things at the end of the aisle where like the magazines and stuff yeah. are? Yeah, yeah. They, they should just have, have magazine like, a little, like of bread. <laughs> uh, bread. Yeah, like that's because uh, that's what you always forget is bread. Uh, bread yeah. and eggs. Yeah. Let, let me tell you, I remember going one time. This it was back home. I went to a Walmart, and you know, like they put like the they, the reason they have like a lot of the stuff like you know it's like chapstick and and yeah, yeah. hand wipes or whatever. It's like like little things that maybe you forgot. Like oh yeah, I should grab that. Yeah. They had. There was a hatchet. <laughs> what? There was like. A, there What's was like. Alabama, there was Jake? like a fold-up camp, camping hatchet. And I just was like, oh yeah. How many times have we all been here and been like, son of a bitch, I'm already in line and I forgot that camping hatchet, and now I got to go back and find. Well, thank God it's right here, right next to the, you know. I don't have um, to go all the way back to sporting goods uh, with right, exactly. back there. But yeah, so yeah, so you have your your produce and all that kind of stuff, and then like you know some some like your your gluten free vegan section that kind of stuff is a little. Yeah. A little healthier you know and and also like your your seafood and meats are in the, the back left corner and then you get in the middle uh uh in the middle in the middle and ice cream and and the middle is your is your bakery because okay. you know that 
that dirty bastard goes both so ways. It's it healthy like and unhealthy. He's got a little of both. It does. It does. It's tricky. So, so is it, is you know, like, is it the, like the bakery's kind of like sneaky. Yeah. The bakery's sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of in the middle, you're like, it's sort of like that, that like that moment in Willy Wonka or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when they go on the, the boat and it like all of a sudden the weird like acid trip video starts playing. Yes. Yes. And it's like that, but it, it's in the bakery. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like suddenly like, you're like, yeah. what is that, happening? Yeah. And when you get onto that side, that's, that's when the sample carts start popping up. <laughs> Where they're like, you need to come, come, hey, hey, I'm the pusher man. Come try this yes, yogurt. Yes. Come over here. Come I over here. Yeah. You know, and that's, and yeah, and then, it, and then it just keeps going. And you, you say, yeah, your breads and then your, you know, and All right, uh, your cereals. You had a very valiant attempt and you're both very, very wrong. Okay. So let me tell you the right way All to right. do the grocery store. Everything is boxes. Everything is square, nice, re- like nice, hard, 90 degree angle squares. And then you start with, and the things that can't be, that's fine. They're not. But everything that can be is in a square box. And you go from hard things to soft things. So you can stick with your left or right, your entrance, outro store. I like that layout. But hard things on the left. So you start with like soda cans and so square soda cans. Soda cans, things like that over here on the left. Cereal boxes, you know, cookies in boxes, you know, boxes of this. And then you start getting to like, you know, eggs and then fruits. And then the last thing is bread. And that way, as you're putting things in your cart, they, you just stack them up. And it's just nice and easy and nice and organized and you could see everything and it's all and nothing's getting smushed it's all nice and laid out fine if you forget something you fucking go back and you start again (laughs) because you are a shameful person that should not forget anything you're not allowed to go backwards you only go one direction and you're out the door so the problem with that though is that when you go to the cart to the register that means they're going to ring up all the soft stuff first because it's at the top and then they're going to smash that shit with all the hard Mm -hmm. stuff that's at the bottom Mm-hmm. I hear your point. But Plus, I, to I don't want to go. To, I don't want to go to your <laughs> your boring fascist grocery store. That's all uniform. Yeah. You know, yes, yes. The, the boxes are all some shade of gray. Oh, right. God. Yeah. It's terrible. This dystopian. This dystopian. Bread. I don't Kroger. like squished bread. <laughs> and my bread always gets squished. I like to yeah, get soft wheat bread, and they Listen, squish it. You know what's really good bread? Uh, if you have not discovered it, it's at Kroger or Ralph's. Um, it's the Hawaiian half loaf. It is oh, so delicious. I I, have we, I, have we so discovered good. it? Oh my god, that's all I eat now. That's all mm-hmm. I eat. And that, I will my, do. What am I like? Two of my look. How are we talking? This if we're talking. Like, <laughs> all right, if we're talking underutilized breads, I'm going Texas toast. Oh, Texas Love toast. me some okay. Texas good toast. Too. But see, Texas toast guys, is more of a. I, that's Texas a, toast that's is a, French I can't toast. I do that every day. Yeah, I can do that. Every have day. you yeah, seen? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Rocks Cheat Day Brioche French Toast? Ooh, no. The yes. slices are that thick. Oh my God, that sounds. They're wonderful. that thick. It's like two inches thick of brioche French toast. It's insane. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, that's I, the only yeah. reason to ever want to work out is just so you exactly. can have that, that kind of a cheat exactly. day. Yeah, but yeah. that Hawaiian bread specifically, if you like avocado toast that you can make from home, not that you're spending mm-hmm. all this money to do, you you get the Hawaiian bread, avocado, and then the tahini chili seasoning. It's fantastic. Ooh, fantastic. Okay. I mean, you lost you lost me at seasoning. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
That's well, you are white, Daryl. So. <laughs> I have no sense of smell. That's why. It's not because it's not just because I'm white. You're plain ass white bread. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do love the season of peanut butter. It's oh, it's very spicy. God. Yeah. Oh, uh, Brandy, this is great. This is a this super was fun. fun. Yeah. This is a great uh, this is, great episode. This is yeah. a really really. This is probably going to be one of our uh, most. Uh, popular episodes i can tell you um, that right yeah. now well um, when we, we uh, appreciate it. what way uh, you've listened to a, a few episodes probably more than anyone needs to but uh you've you listened to a few episodes and you know that what way what we've done in the past is we give everybody the last word where uh what it's has been is you just get one you get to choose one word um uh to let be the last word but we're doing it different this time around where your last word is your last word you can say whatever you want talk about whatever you want let your heart out, let your brain out, whatever. Uh, the floor is yours for as long as you want it about whatever you want. Um, oh, wow. Okay, great. Um, I guess my last word would be during this pandemic, man, don't be so hard on yourself. This is, this is, um, this is hard. (laughs) And, uh, because of capitalism, a lot of us are still working. Um, and we have to, and that's great, but take the day. If you need to take the day, Give yourself room. Give yourself give yourself the grace that you would give to a friend. That's my last word. That's really brilliant. That's great. Thank you. That's and it's very true. That's gonna be, that's Yay. gonna sound nice. Oh yeah, Brandy, this is great. Thank you guys. I love you. Yeah, I, I love miss you. you. I miss you. I guys. want to give you a hug. Yeah. Uh, when we can Let finally us... touch each other again yeah. and see each other, I'll give you a big hug and kiss. Daryl, I'm gonna jump on you like a spider Jake, monkey. I was talking to Brandy, not to you. I never uh, want you to touch me again. I'm gonna smother you with my love. Oh, God. southern love right here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not that's not what that is. That's yeah. it's it's southern hostility. Well, let, us, let us know when you get back out this way. I sure yeah, will. Yeah, let us let us yeah. know when you come back out. If you need a place to stay or anything like that, you know, you can always stay with me and uh, you. you know I, anything I can do to help, of course. So I, I love you. It. I'm so happy that everything's going well. And I, you know, anything else you need us to read, we always got you back too for that too. Yay. So. Sounds good. You guys take care. Thank you for having me. Well, of course. Thanks, Brandy. We love you. And we'll talk to you soon, Brandy. Oh, Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. Outro. This is it. This is the outro. This is the outro. Uh, this that was a great, the outro. Uh, first of all, what like, a patient person because we're we are frustrating (laughs) (laughs) yeah the fact that people like will come on our show and talk to us i'm so thankful and especially talk to us in like a a way we absolutely don't deserve and i mean that because they're respectful (laughs) right (laughs) and like but it was just it was really nice to hear that stuff it it lets me know that i'm i'm at least with some of these things with the you know with the first topic i'm at least on the right track right uh yeah i'm, I'm the efforts i'm making are the correct efforts and mm-hmm. uh I'm well and the fact no that way- you're making an effort at all you know right yeah, yeah but like i still have a long long road to go and so that's it's good and yeah. you know and i love talking religion with brandy uh, she's she's commented on how she likes talking religion with me too mm-hmm. Um, and uh, on social media posts because we are so in such different camps diametrically opposed yeah mm-hmm. but yeah. like I, I love her I respect her I love her faith I mm-hmm. think it's I think her faith is important I think it you know I just I don't know that's that, that that's I don't know that's the kind of shit that like just makes the world go around for me yeah well and that's the kind of 
that's the way you want to see most people who are religious not even that but people who are on different sides of an opinion right that's how you want to see them and that's not to yes. say that 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 people who have these like racist opinions no fuck those people fuck them mm-hmm. just fuck them you don't have to be you don't have to like find a like a happy way to communicate with those people because fuck those assholes but people mm-hmm. who have these two different opinions that still allow people to live their full lives without oppression like it's it's wonderful to be able to have those kinds of conversations even if it's then closed off with me being right about the grocery stores right Oh, okay. thank you. Thank you for yeah. agreeing with me. You, you all heard him. He said, right. Don't you cut that right out. You're going to be real right. disappointed when you listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, I've got news uh, for you. I'm always disappointed when I listen to these episodes. You and everyone else. Yeah. Uh, you and everyone else. Well, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, if there's anything you want to hear us talk about or any suggestions or whatever, uh, you know, email us asinewisdom at gmail.com also I do want to mention if you're listening to this it doesn't I guess it doesn't really matter that you have another way to listen to the podcast but you do uh, you can listen to it we're now on Spotify <laughs> so uh, if you wanted cool. to start listening to us on Spotify subscribe to us there leave us reviews whatever we don't really give a shit if you're going to give us a good review or not so no because <laughs> you're probably fact, not and you it doesn't know what? matter in we fact it'd it. be funnier if we were the, is I, are, is it too late to try to be the lowest rated podcast on app like that would be funny if Mission we just accomplished if we just if we just mobilized our fans like and said hey everyone go give us the lowest so that we can say <laughs> we're not going to be the highest rated we're not going to be Conan, we're not going to be, you know, we're not going to beat any of them. Uh, but we could I be, we could, we could lose to them. Hey, man. Lose dreams. spectacularly. Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Dreams. Dream big. Yeah. Dream big. Yeah. Ish. Uh, All right. Well, Jake Bennett, it's been good seeing you. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to it's not been seeing good you now. Seeing me. Yeah. Um, What'd you say? Uh, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.